The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Talking Cowboys Tuesday here from the Star in Frisco, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys, as we continue to break down the 25-20 win over the Washington Commanders in week four of the NFL season. We're also taking your phone calls today because we're talking to Cowboys Nation. 888-855-2297. Go ahead and load up those phone lines. We'll, we'll try and get through as many as we possibly can today. How about that? That's our goal. Sounds good. Think we can get to five calls today? No. No? Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. We can, yes. <laughs> if we want to. The yeah, pessimistic yeah, I, I, Isaiah. No, I just think that the conversations are so, so good yeah. that we might go over our time. We do have really great yeah. questions that are always asked on this show. I don't think we've gotten to the point where it's like, that was not a great question. We haven't really done that. Well, but. they're going to have to call in to, to pay homage to the king. The Golden Throne, yeah. first, first of all. Uh, um, hey, I no, like see. gold. Hey. <laughs> so, smoking is a pancake? It, isn't that weird? For those of you guys watching the, <laughs> watching this episode, Mike's, or the mic stand for Rob Phillips is uh, it's extravagant. Let's it's just very, say it that yeah, way. It's very tight. Look at it on the one shot. Look at that thing. Gosh. thing is massive. <laughs> it's the a royal mic mind is clean, mind your spin. highness. Yes. Mm. Mike has not changed, the, just the stand. The John Ridgway of mics. Did, did Mickey break the stand? Oh, jeez. That'd not, be my guess. We're, we're not going to go there. No, 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 we'll talk. Okay, we'll, we'll talk, talk off, off, okay, off the air. Okay, okay. I just that's always the the ghost. That's, he's the scapegoat. He's the go-to name. So I thought I'd throw. Well, yeah, because he's angry and he probably broke something. <laughs> and he sits there. And he sits in yeah, that chair. Yeah. Wow, everything's starting to line yeah, up. Maybe to fall into maybe there's a reason here. Glad you're with us here on this talking Tuesday, Rob Phillips. That's Patrick Nosey Walker. I know I'm starting going backwards. Rob Phillips, Patrick Nosey Walker, Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beam. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Rob, give me some news and notes from the Cowboys. Day off today. But we did have some Jerry Jones on the radio. Yeah, I'd say the biggest thing was the ever-changing Dak watch with his right thumb that's surgically repaired. He's going to have a doctor's appointment today to check up on it. Jerry acknowledged today that uh, as of right now, he's not gripping the ball yet to the point where he can play football. So that doesn't sound great for this week, but Jerry did not rule him out either. So we'll just see how it goes as the week goes on. One thing he told us Jerry did after the game was, the thing doesn't have to be totally healed for him to play. The way the, the where the fracture is, they put a plate in. So even if it's not a hundred percent, as long as he can grip and throw it, and by the way, also take snaps from center and do all that good stuff. Yeah, you know he could play. But uh, they're definitely. It sounds like they're going to get Cooper Rush to certainly prepared to play this next game against the Rams. Uh, as far as injury goes, no. See, it's not, it's not only the guys that got banged up in the game. Looks pretty good for this week of yeah, practice. He, uh, Jerry Jones said this morning on 105.3 FM, the fan, that uh, Michael Parsons is, quote-unquote, as good as you want him to be. His health is amazing. He was banged up a little bit against the Commanders, um, but he's back. I, I see you noticing the – I just uh, now noticed Oh, yeah, we didn't acknowledge. <laughs> uh, so Michael Parsons is good to go. Um, yesterday, Mike McCarthy <laughs> said he got a good report on both Noah Brown and um, – 
Quentin Bohana. So they're expected to practice this week. Practice this week. So key players not only dodge some bullets. It looks like, but Cowboys are getting healthier. We'll see how it goes with Dak Prescott. Real quick, is there is there like a shop we could go to? Fans could purchase this new shirt you got on. Can Listen, we get a one I, shot I will, here? On I will. It? I will drop the link. Uh, my sis, my sis actually made this for me. Shout out to my sis. She made this to me. She yes, is sis. a faithful watcher of Talking Cowboys, and she just hopped right on the Tiger Milk boat, and she said, I'm going to make this shirt for you if I make it where you wear it. And I'm like, don't threaten me with a good time. I kind of wish That's she would have awesome. made it for everybody. Yes. We would have all Less. worn it. Listen, she's watching right now. I'll drop the link <laughs> on Twitter after the show. You guys can shop with her, but she's watching, and I'm sure I'll get that three is... more in the mail here oh, shortly. Please. That is strong. Tiger Milk, baby. Strong. He's got a – it's a Navy shirt – Medium with it, it almost looks like the old got milk font. That's what it looks like. It yeah, looks exactly. like the old got, got milk the got font, milk. and then it's just a white letters. Oh, so. it's a Tiger job. milk. Great job, Simple sis. and effective. Good job, sis. Love you, Isaiah. When you hear about Dak Prescott gripping the football, you've been an advocate of this from the very beginning. That's the most important part of a thumb injury. It's yeah. not the severity of the thumb injury. It's how the grip is handled and how that's affected. That's why it's kept him out for this long. And when we initially heard the timetable of six to eight weeks and the season was falling apart, everything was falling out of the sky, it just really wasn't great, it it seemed like pushing it wasn't a great idea. Now they don't have to really push it. You've won three games. You've got those in the bag. Those aren't going anywhere. You do have two really tough opponents on the horizon, but it sounds like this week it's going to be Cooper Rush against Los Angeles. Where do you see him without grip at the moment where is a realistic landing spot where he's back in the fold? I don't know. I, that'd be Jim and Britt to de- yeah. in order to determine that. Um, I do know as a competitor, you're going to do everything in your power to try to get back as soon as possible, regardless of the fact that somebody is quote-unquote challenging your position, somebody is having success at your position, you want to be back on the field. So you're going to push the limits as much as possible, as much as they allow you to. And I think we've heard through the murmurs going throughout the facility that, you know, and I think he even was quoted last week, he did too much. Mm. He did too much. And that is the sign of somebody who really wants to get back to playing ball. And it's very frustrating. And I said that I did say this in the very beginning, a finger holding you out of a game is the most irritating thing in the world. Mm. It just drives you freaking insane. The rest of your body is ready to go like John Legend, and you're just looking at your finger like, really? Like, this is what's keeping me out? As physical as this game is, yeah, like usually what your body <laughs> yeah. goes through. A freaking yeah. finger? Like, I'm able to run on the sideline, do a bunch of stuff, and, like, go through every aspect of, of pregame and, and, and then leading up to the game, and freaking this thumb, this thing right here, I, heads up, seven up, that's what's keeping me out? <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's frustrating Sponsor. for him, and I, and I feel for him, but the timeline's a timeline. And... It's, it's, we're talking about bones, we're talking about ligaments, all those things matter. And you have to take the proper precautions, and you're lucky that you have a Cooper Rush and, and, and Kellen Moore that's, that's helping this offense go forward, and you're winning, defense is playing well, and you're winning ball games. So you don't, from Dak's perspective, take a deep breath. Right. As hard as that is for an athlete to, and a competitor to hear that, take a deep breath, player. Like, get back right. Because yeah. the worst thing you can do is push it even within the parameters of what your trainers are allowing you to, and you piss something off. And now you're set back even more. So utilize this, t- utilize this time that you have on your side and come back 100%. Dude. We talk about it all the time. It's a long season, and I know that kind of sounds 
you know, cliche, but the fact is it's a long season. The Cowboys are three and one, thankfully, but that's only four games. And now technically because there is it's a seventeen game season, that's no longer mathematically the first quarter anymore, right? Yeah. So technically game five is the end of the first quarter. But that means you more or less have three or more quarters of a season to play, not counting the playoffs if you're hoping to make a run in the playoffs. Dak Prescott needs to understand, and I'm sure that he does. There's a you know half of his brain that completely understands what I'm about to say here, what Isaiah just said. There's the other half that's just the hyper-competitor, the uber-competitor that's just like, look, shut up, I want to play ball, I'm going to do whatever I can to play ball. But the logic and reason has to uh, overpower the competitive part of the guy because you want to make sure that when you're coming back, and I love what Stephen Jones said yesterday on The Fan, he kind of mentioned the uh, Gallup process as it relates to Dak Prescott's process, how Gallup opted to take, give himself one more week to make sure that when he was back, he was back for good and not risking a setback like Chris Godwin had in week one. Yeah. Similar situation to Dak Prescott. Dak needs to make sure that he understands fully that it's risk-reward, and right now the risk is not worth the reward. If you were to push yourself so that you could play in this L.A. game, let's say you go out there and let's say you win against L.A., but if that win knock on wood, happens to come at the expense of a setback of any nature that might then cost you time or then might haunt you for the rest of the season as far as him having to play through the pain instead of being 100% healed. You're putting the entire team at, at in a position where you don't want to. So careful thinking that the good for now is also the good for later because that might not be the case. So if at all possible, get healthy. If that means take another take another week to do so so you can be 100% or as close to possible for Philadelphia, that's what you do. Yeah, and some of it just comes down to can, can he be functional with it? I mean, that, that's not some of it. That's most of it. Like, yeah. it, There's certain pain he could play through, and I, this is Jerry, but Jerry's, you know, within a certain time frame, they don't worry about the re-injury. But if he can't do what he needs to do out there – then there's not a point in him being out there yet. And and you just let Cooper Rush run the show. So and, and yeah, he's gonna want to beat every timetable. Like that was a process last training camp. Hey Dak, just <laughs> just sit sit back with this shoulder deal and get ready for the season. That was not easy to convince him of that. I remember asking McCarthy that is what's that what are those communications like and how understanding is he? He's like, we're, we're getting better with it, you know? <laughs> like that's just Dak. But but yeah, they're They've proven to have a guy, as and not just Cooper Rush, but the way they've schemed things up around yes. him. They've <clears throat> built a nice game plan to try to win ball games and yeah. play to their defense. And if they need to keep playing to that, they can keep playing to that. And we can get into the Rams, you know, Wednesday. But that's a game where they can go win that game too. They can go win that game without Dak potentially yeah. as well. Rams haven't looked great. And it was funny because when I was watching the game last night, the the headlines just kept popping up about Dak Prescott and it was like Dak's ready to be back in week five he's pushing to be back in week five and then there was like a sub headline that said Cowboys could rest him for a little bit longer it's like right. then then you, the news comes out today Jerry Jones goes on the fan and he says he can't even grip the football and then yesterday Mike McCarthy said we need to see him in a full week of practice Correct. he's not going to learn to regrip the football in the span of 24 hours so very very unlikely we see Dak Prescott yeah. this week so things kind of continue forward. Now, you mentioned a couple other names in there too. Uh, J. Ron Curse mm-hmm. kind of working his way back. He yep. was how close was he last week, Rob? Because it felt like he was on he was on the right track throughout the week, but then late 
it just didn't end up working out to where he was active. He's on track. I don't I don't know how realistic this – McGovern was always a little bit ahead of him mm-hmm. as far as timelines go with a different injury. I think he's got a better shot this week than he did last week. But he was making definite progress last week towards at least getting in line to play again. So, yeah, and we were actually surprised about McGovern, uh, yeah. based upon Mike McCarthy's tone speaking of speaking in regards to McGovern on Friday. Um, but you know, kudos to McGovern for getting you know ramped up and ready that quickly in a 48-hour period from McCarthy having a little bit of concern on Friday. It sounded like, mm-hmm. and you know, he's starting on Sunday. But as far as Jaron, I think Jaron was was pretty close. I don't know that he was a true game time decision mm-hmm. or discussion. Um, I think going into L.A., he would be a true game time decision if that decision hasn't been made by Friday. Yeah. So Connor McGovern back. Dalton Schultz was back. You have J. Ron Curse on the way back. Who else is on the way back? Uh, I mean, a couple of those guys who were a little banged up in the game against mm-hmm. uh, against Washington. Noah, Noah Quinn. Quinn. Uh, both of those guys seem like they're solid and good to go. Like How big of a, a push is that for the defensive side of the football? A lot of those names on that side, especially J. Ron Kirsch, when he's back in the fold, can it take a little bit off the plate of Donovan Wilson to allow both guys to play, make an impact on that side? I, I honestly don't think they care. I think they're just having fun. Yeah, right now I think defense all, as a whole, like, yeah, defensively they're just I having like a ball. I mean, it's just a party <laughs> over there every week. And it's a party that you want to be invited to. And that's why you're seeing these guys all step up and play lights out. I mean, these guys are not fatigued. You're not ha- you're not going out there and having, you know, you're starting, you know, you're starting eleven plus two or three guys that rotate through. Like you got you got a fresh new set of guys that are coming in there and damn near every play in terms of the defensive line. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> these guys are fresh. You're running with two or three, you know, running with three safety sets a lot of the times. So your responsibilities, the amount of range that you have to cover is not what it would be had you been in a two-safety set. I mean, these guys are being asked to do less, play faster with more rest. I mean, this is this is where it's at. This yeah. is <laughs> this, this the house party you want to come to. So that's kind of what I was asking. Yeah. With Kurtz back in the fold, now the safeties can do very would, similar yeah. things than what the defensive line is doing. Absolutely. I mean, you now you have, I mean, obviously somebody who's proven that you just add to the mix, another leader who's going to be hungry and anxious, you know, <laughs> to go out there and make plays. Everybody wants to make a play. Like you're, you're now starting to see, when you start talking about playoff, you know, Super Bowl-type defenses, and I guess I'm, I lean back on my experience from my the year that I won a Super Bowl. Everybody wanted to have everybody wanted to have their name called. Everybody wanted to make the big play. They wanted to be highlighted. You didn't want to be left out of that party. It's like you don't want to be the cat that's that's watching the plane take off. You know, saying at the window when I mean, everybody else is on going on vacation. Like you want to have fun too. Right. And that's what this defense has turned into. You saw Tristan Hill get in on it. You see Gallimore. You see Bohan. I mean, every play is somebody else. And then you're seeing guys fly in there at the end of plays because they want, hey, hey, let me be a part of this too. Get you some. Yeah, let me get some, right? <laughs> let me get, if I don't get a touch, like, crap, where the heck was I at? Right. So this is awesome. It's an awesome problem that they have. I wouldn't call it a problem, but it's, this is fun. This is fun, and this is what you want for all phases of your of your team. Where does your where does this defense compare to the some some of the ones that you've seen in the past? I asked Rob this on on pregame live, but I wanted to hear your answer. Where do they compare? You you don't have to have played with them, but just defenses that you've seen. If there's any off the top, you had some good ones in New York. There's some freaking good ones, <laughs> mm-hmm. man. Pats, yeah, Seattle. Oh well, well, yeah, yeah these are, yeah, <laughs> I'm spoiled, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you've been around some good defense. They're, that's why on, I ask. they're they're on track. 
I would say they're on track. I can't make the statement that they're there yet yeah. because it hasn't been a full it's, year, it's, but they, in terms of personnel, in terms of energy, in terms of scheme and and coaching, all those things, these dudes are definitely on track to be a problem. I don't see a weak spot. You know, watching a couple of broadcasts this weekend, they were talking about how, you know, Philadelphia doesn't have any weaknesses. I can't wait for that game. Mm. I don't want to look past L.A., but like, I can't Same. wait for that freaking game because these those two, Dallas and them, are made up pretty doggone similarly. You know, you think about some of the great defenses of the past. You're just like – they all have like this one or two or three amazing players that you just better know where they're at at all, all all times. And Dallas is starting to get that way. Obviously, you better know where the heck Mike is at. You better know where the hell Trayvon's at, right? All these guys, you better know. And then other guys, oh, they, they don't worry about it. They just make plays. Yeah. You know, they, they don't have the big name nor the big contract necessarily or the contract in comparison. But, oh, they just, they just make plays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see this turning into kind of like my first year when I was here in Dallas where there's a gazillion pro bowlers. We had 13 pro bowlers my first year here in Dallas. There's a lot of freaking dudes. We had a lot on offense, but there's some freaking dudes on defense now, and that's what this is starting to look like. Well, and I I think what's making it more and more difficult for opposing offenses is it's you can't simply sit back and say, okay, well, where's Waldo, Micah Parsons? You know, where's the other Waldo, Demarcus Lawrence, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera? You have to account for everybody, mm-hmm. and because you have to account for everybody, it's it's all a wash, yeah. right? Because account for Micah, you got Tank. Account for Tank, you got Neville. Account for Neville, you got Osa and Chauncey and Quentin, and and the list goes on. And then it goes to the second level, and then it's like, okay, account for Anthony Barr, but then LVE is playing pretty really solid football. And then you go to the you know third level, and it's like, okay, well, account for Malik Hooker and Donovan Wilson is like high, and it's like, okay, account for Trevon Diggs and Anthony Brown is like high, and it's like <laughs> account for Anthony Brown, and it's like, oh, great, Jordan Lewis, he he's out because he put, and the rookie comes in and says hi. <laughs> so hello. So it, my name is. So right. My name is. <laughs> figure, 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 Ron Bland. So it's it's a situation where this this Clip defense. Yeah. And I can't stress it enough. Um, and I, I love what Isaiah said because let's let's temper it. But you know, let's give kudos at the same time. This is a Super Bowl caliber defense, but we have to allow this to play itself out before we can say, well, let's put them up against a Legion of Doom mm. or you know the defense that led Eli Manning to. Super Bowl championships. Okay. They can get it done. Yeah. They just need to get it done. But it also goes to quarterback play. Uh-huh. Offense has to help out uh-huh. because that's one thing we talk about. Uh, I just mentioned the Giants Super Bowls. Yes, that those Eli Manning Super Bowls were more or less earned by the defense in New York. However, Eli did just yep. enough. To help him out. You're not going to be getting a nickname on defense if you're like two or three and four or three and three. Like, yeah. it's not going to happen. You yeah. still got to win games to get yeah. a, a, no matter how good your defense plays, you still got to, you got to earn that nickname. They're the when, best in the league. When right now can we give a nickname? Should we start early well, trying already, to figure something one. out? I have one. But I'm, there's I'm, a Legion of Boom. There was I'm, the Doomsday I have one. I'm sitting on it for two more weeks. I want to see them against the Rams mm. and the Eagles. And if they do what I know that they are capable of doing against the Rams and the Eagles, then I will absolutely Can you tell you. us off air? I will tell you off air. Okay. I will tell you okay. off air. But a little bit of a tease for, for mm. the listeners and the viewers. Uh, I'll come back on the other side of the break, weeks. and I'll tell you whether or not it's good. Yeah. I'll tell you if it's, nah, we're going to workshop it a little bit. <laughs> or, like, this is yeah. brilliant. It's Just gold. Give us a minute. It's brilliant. Eh. It's gold? It's gold. <laughs> like, like his mic's oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> wow. Mm. good as gold 
Just like our fan base. <laughs> just like Talking Cowboys yes. Nation. How That's about right. that? Because Solid we're going to take gold. some calls. When we come back, give us a call. 888-855-2297. Bring us your questions about the Cowboys. They get the win 25-10 to 10 over Washington. We talk about it more when we come back right after this. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA Equal Housing Lender Credit and Collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Back to Talking Cowboys. For all you Cowboys fans out there, head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, October 22nd. Experience Rally Day, presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and more information. Okay, Patrick revealed it to us in the middle of the break. Mm. It's really good. Mm. It's really good. I like it a lot, but here's the thing. Now the bar has been set. It has. It's a good name. Really good name. Bring it. But here's the thing. We can't give out these nicknames for nothing. Mm -mm. They've got to earn it. Mm. But if they earn it, and in my opinion, when they earn it. There you go. A couple weeks down the line, maybe two, maybe three. Let's see what happens the next couple weeks. We may even push this to the middle of the season. Who knows? Mm -hmm. When they earn it from a defensive standpoint, we're each going to bring – a nickname to the table for this defense. And we're gonna let the fans vote on it. We're gonna bring. We're gonna be a little. Bring a little competition. Competition's Let's do good. It. How about that? Yeah. To make Let's make sure it. that this nickname sticks, Let's and then we're gonna it. just ride it the rest of the season. Like, so Dan Quinn yesterday in his press conference said, "At least give it ten weeks." That's what he said. 
We'll give him eight. We love, right. I was going to say, we love you, Dan. No. That's what he said. He goes, how long does it take you for you to figure out your t- your defense is good? He goes, uh, like 10 to 12. Uh, he we'll knows it's eight good. Tops. Yeah, he knows no it's way. good. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we're <laughs> not a, going past the bye week. That's a humble mindset <laughs> from Dan Quinn. Yeah, we're not going so past the bye week. Score 10. I love <laughs> competition. Let's go, fellas. Let's see if you can take it. Yeah, I don't want to wait until Washington. Or no, who do we play in week 10? Oh, that's the Green Bay game following the bye week. Okay. So maybe the bye weeks when we have that conversation. Who knows? All right. Let's take our calls. It's Talking Tuesday. Anthony in Miami on the line, but you can give us a call 888-855-2297. Anthony, what's up, my man? Welcome to Talking Cowboys. Welcome back to Talking Cowboys. What's up, fellas? What's up? How we doing? Doing great, Anthony. What's on your mind? Hey, too quick. They're going to be so quick. Watch this point. The defense. When I called... You know, my other show that I love to call, Hanging. I told people, man, get on, enjoy this ride. Stop being so negative. <laughs> get on board. You see what we're doing, man. Did you see that? I forget the other sacks, the total sacks we have. Did you see Daniel Jones, the sacks we could have had, how he was just escaping or throwing the ball away? Did you watch last week? We could have had nine sacks. Dude was like, I got to get this thing up out of here. They're not sacking me. I'm just throwing this thing away. Get on board, people. We are solid. Yeah, three years ago, we were scoring 35, giving up 34, giving up 36. And we were always like, come on, man, we can't stop nobody. And here we go scoring. I felt that way. But get on board. Second point, that Prescott. Everybody knows that's my dude. Let's be smart, people. You got the Rams. I don't fear them. You got Philly. I don't fear them. But they're on the road. Let the man heal. He's got what? What we have after that? Somebody, two games at home, some some light games. I'm not taking anybody for granted, but they're kind of light. Yeah, it's let Detroit and Chicago. Exactly. Let them come back then. You know what I'm saying? Give them a little, a little boost. You know what I'm saying? Boost his confidence. And let's keep playing solid, mistake-free football. And, and let's keep the penalties right where they're at or even lower. We good. I'm out, man. Anthony in Miami giving us two quick points to talk about the Cowboys. I like what he had to say. Enjoy the ride. Absolutely. It goes all the way back to when the Tampa Bay game happened, and we talked about it in here. There's a whole season remaining. A lot can happen, and sure enough, the unexpected can happen as well. And you win three straight games, and things look great, and your your defense continues to play lights out, which I wouldn't call unexpected, but it's definitely welcome. Uh, The next two weeks is the same way. Who knows what's going to happen? You could go 0-2. You could go 2-0. and You could win both of these games, and then you're really feeling good going into those matchups. And who knows that who's that quarterback. Uh, if Dak Prescott's ready to go, he'll be ready to go at some point. But, I mean, I like what he had to say. Yeah, I mean, after week one, you certainly could have looked at it if you're a fan and be like, they, they could have been in Washington's situation right now. One and three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Playoffs are you're a major uphill climb. So I think if you're a fan, you're looking at it like house money. Like at least you've got games that matter right now. And they still matter when you're one and three, but it's not the same hole. So yeah, I mean, enjoy the ride for sure. I think it's going to be hard to keep if Dak's making progress next week, let's say let's say he doesn't play this week. It's gonna be hard to keep him out of Sunday night yeah, football. I think so Philadelphia. Too. I just uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see. I that was an NFL network report a couple weeks back that that was kind of maybe the game they're really looking at. We'll see if that happens, but that's that's gonna be tough to keep him out of that game if he if he can if he can do what he needs to do physically. But it, it also it kind of goes back to what we were talking about on yesterday. Um, if if I'm the coaching staff, 
I'm holding Dak Prescott out until Philly, and then I understand that, okay, well, he, you know, at that point, he's going to want to be on the field. And I'm completely fine with that because at that point, he should be as close to 100%, if not 100%. Uh, but also, it will allow you time in this long season. If there are any more wrinkles to be worked out in Dak Prescott's 2022 version of his game from what we saw the struggles in week one, let's get that worked out between Philly and then two games one against Detroit, one against Chicago, and then you go into the bye week. Let's not stretch that thing out and then say, okay, well, we'll bring him back after the bye week. Well, now you're trying to iron out wrinkles in November, you know, late October. Let's not do that. So, Philly, if if I'm a betting man, that's what I'm pen- penciling in Dak Prescott for. But, again, I, I, the caveat to that is we'll see how it goes over the next several days. Ride the magic carpet. Hmm. I like it. That's all. That's all. All right, Gary in the land of enchantment out in New Mexico. You're on Talking Cowboys. How's it going, Gary? Hey, good, guys. I got a question specifically for Isaiah, and it's a little bit of a curveball. Cooper's done a good job, but I think he is what he is. He's going to get you about 20 points. He's not going to lose the game for you. This is a big game with Los Angeles. And I want, especially Isaiah's thoughts, if Cooper and the offense are struggling in the first half, do you think about putting in Will Greer as a change of pace to try to get that win? Because I think Will Greer is the type of guy that may make a play to win you again. Uh, thanks for the question, man. But I, I, don't, I don't do that. I won't pull that move. I think that if Cooper Rush is not playing the way that he has to date, I think that the responsibility then falls solely on Kellen Moore and his ability to try to figure out a way to get this run game going. That's that's what Dallas needs to get back to anyway. Uh, so if if for whatever reason Cooper Rush does doesn't have the illegal contacts and the you know pass interferences that prevent those interceptions, and last week is a different result going into this week, then I think you have to run the ball. And you got to make sure that you start the game with an effective running game so that you can take that pressure off. Because if you find yourself, if, if LA, LA hasn't shown it this year, they're mm-hmm. struggling, obviously, offensively for whatever reason. We're not going to ask them any questions. So hopefully it goes for another week. But if LA somehow, some ways, turns into the LA of old and they're, they're lighting it up on the scoreboard, that's not the situation you want to be in. So you need your defense to play well. You need Cooper Rush to continue to remain in the same scheme that he's in and don't ask more of him. So you were kind of saying you're, – you're saying the pressure falls on Kellen Moore, but you're also saying that the pressure falls on the defense here too, right? Oh, heck yeah. I mean, I mean that's, 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 that's where it's kind at of, right now, though. That's what we yeah. talked about yesterday. Like, unfortunately – That's how you're winning these games. That's how you're winning these games. You're not winning them offensively. Defense – eventually, the defense, like I said, is going to have a bad day. And – you hope that somehow, some way, you're able to put some points up by that time. But right now, that we haven't shown it. I don't think that a change at quarterback going to a Will Greer, I definitely don't think that they have any confidence in him. He only had one game to prove who he was to these guys in the preseason, and that was not a great showing for him. So they have no reason to lean on Will Greer right now. There's a little bit of confidence in that room, just based off of kind of the murmurs that you're hearing. There's confidence in Will Greer, not to what Cooper Rush has done, and nor should it be at this point because you haven't seen that from Will Greer. But there's there's confidence in those three quarterbacks. They like all three of those guys, and they mm-hmm. feel like if it comes down to that, they're going to be okay, right? Yeah, I just that that was a curveball. I'm, I'm used <laughs> to hearing seeing Twitter polls from CBS. You know, should Cooper <laughs> Rush be the starter going for the rest of the season? Now let's pull him if if they struggle against the Rams. I I no, I don't see that happening. I think he's built up way too much equity as the as the backup quarterback for this team. 
going forward. We're yeah. past we're past the Will Girl conversation um, for 2022, uh, and the, hopefully, I, hopefully, and if not, something goes wrong. Right, depending depending on, New England. As long as Dak continues on his path and he's back in the next couple weeks or so, then I think, as Rob so eloquently put it, Cooper Rush has built up so much equity thus far that. I mean, he if he is the, the starting quarterback against the Rams, he could bomb against the Rams. And if for whatever reason Dak's not ready in Philly, Cooper's still going to be the quarterback going into Philly. So, you know, I think that we're at we're past the point where the Cowboys are going to consider making a change. It would have to be a situation where, you know, knock on wood, there's a setback with Dak and it takes more weeks and Cooper then starts to fall apart over the course of several weeks. But as we have this conversation, it, no, they, they still have a lot of confidence in Will Greer. But Cooper Rush, I mean, you're 4-0 in your first four NFL starts. You don't go pulling that guy mid, you know, at yeah. halftime. <laughs> get out of here. Tighten yeah, that yeah. leash. Come here, Will. Let's yeah, go get it done. Him the Apollo hook. Or <laughs> I, I, I do like I like the thought-provoking question, though, yeah. because it, it hasn't been a conversation, like Rob said, and it was a bit he of a curveball. He did say curveball. And, it hey, was. He, was, he was spot on and, in that regard. And his general point, I get it. Sure. More points are needed. And and maybe more points are I mean, only nine from the Rams this Gallup is back. game, but yeah. They, Everything he said was accurate, yeah. but it, it at the same time you just gotta keep in mind what the whole situation yeah. is moving forward. Thanks All for right. the question, B Gallup yeah. is back. Good question. Uh Kevin in young or Uniontown, Ohio. You were on talking Cowboys. What's going on, Kevin? Good morning, guys. Hey, uh, quick question. Great win last week. Uh, defense showed up. Offense still struggling a little parts. Kind of got lucky, but I'll take the luck. Hate to jump ahead, but I think this is a good matchup between our defense and the Rams offense. If yeah. you look at statistically, I mean, the Rams are averaging 3.3 yards on the ground, 17.5 points. But the biggest thing I look at is the pass ratio between running and throwing. And I think that kind of fits. I mean, our um, – I think it's going to be a good matchup. I'll hang up and listen to what you guys think. Yeah, I appreciate you very much. And it's really interesting, kind of the point that he just brought up. There is a – these are two teams that both have played really well on the defensive side of the football but traditionally have really high-powered offenses. That's what the matchup looks like today – or this week, I should say. That's what you're looking at. But that means – the Rams are going to find it out, just like at some point the Cowboys are probably going to find it out. The Rams are going to find it out on offense, and this defense is going to have to stay in tough. Yeah, I, just quickly looking at it, because we'll get into it tomorrow, Rams yep. offense. Mm-hmm. I, it's three straight weeks the Cowboys are playing an offensive line that is just not playing yep. to a standard that, <clears throat> that you expect. Like it's Bengals, Giants, well, really four weeks. Uh, Washington all replacing a bunch of starters with the Bengals and, and Giants. Washington struggled obviously the week prior to the Cowboys game, and now you saw what 49ers who they may have they have as good a front as anybody in the league. Yeah. And we saw it last night, but but yeah, I mean the Cowboys are right up there too. So that's a matchup you look at. Cowboys are in a good situation going into this game. These are not the Rams that we all have come to know, or even at least last year. Last year, I mean, but even McVay to McVay's standard, okay. this is far in between in between where he was before. These, I mean, these guys have they gave up seven sacks yesterday. Stafford has four touchdowns, six interceptions this year. He's not distributing the ball. Uh, equally he doesn't trust his receivers he threw the ball to Tyler Higby 14 times yesterday he threw the ball to Cooper Cup 19 times yesterday yeah he had a career high in receptions actually less targets than I thought when you told me that 19 (laughs) attempts to Cooper Rush I mean mean to uh, Cooper Cooper Cup 
so he's not distributing the ball. So in terms of Dallas's defense, they should be they should be hyped. Because I know I was watching the game. I was I was a zombie sleep sleepwalking last night, and I try to stay up to watch that game because I'm like I need to see this. Obviously, yeah. I'm going to watch it a couple more times, but I'm like I want to see it live. They were manhandling, manhandling the offensive line for the Rams, and they looked lost. And Stafford was just just hoping it. He was throwing it up there and just hoping that something good came of it. So Dallas should feel amazing because they should be able to duplicate what what the 49ers did last night. You may want to keep in mind, though, who they've played. Their two losses have been against Buffalo and San Francisco, and those are both big-time yeah, defenses. No doubt. Both really, really good defensive units, so keep that in mind moving forward. I want to take a break. When we come back, let's try and hit two more calls. We've gotten three down. We need to hit two more. And we've got Josh in North Carolina on the phone. We'll hit him on the other side of the break. When we come back with more Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Little Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more. Do more. Essilor on Talking Cowboys. I thought uh, Rob would maybe do it today because it, of the big mic stand. Nah, he might take us all out with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> that thing will come all the way around. Around. <laughs> the, the mic stand. Construction crane. Yeah. Oh, man. Three stooges type stuff. Final segment here of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. All right. This guy hosts one of the best Talking Cowboys calls of my entire tenure. Woo. This is Josh in North Carolina. He called in a couple years ago, as, or last year, as the guest pick'em, yes. and he had his classroom commit the picks or call it. the I picks. You remember nice. that? I remember that. One of my favorite calls we've ever done. Josh in North Carolina, how's it going, my friend? 
Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing today? Feeling great. Josh, Josh, I have a question for you before you get going. Ooh. Yes, sir. When's the last time you listened to Petey Pablo? Petey Pablo. Uh, can't say that I've heard that that name, sir. I'm going to need you I'm to right go back and look up Petey Pablo. He has a whole song P- dated, dedicated to where you're from right now. North Carolina? Okay. Late 90s. Late, it's, oh, late is 90s. It North Carolina. You dog all right. Okay, I got you. I, I know the song. <laughs> Staple. That's a staple around here. You don't go right, it is. So at least he knows the song. That's so it. that's good. What's on your mind, Josh? Well, uh, I got my six year old here who okay. is a huge Cowboys fan, and he wants to ask you guys a question first, and then I'm going to ask my question. Let's okay. Go. And his, his name is Asa. 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 All right. Asa. Go ahead, Asa. Where would Josh be back? Ah, that's the question everybody's been asking. Very good question, Asa. That is a true Cowboys fan. You can feel it just in the passion there. What do you think, Patrick? You know what, Asa? Um, If 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 I'm a betting man, and if your dad ever allows you to gamble, um, I I put. <laughs> it's got a couple years. Yeah, I, I put money yeah. on Dak being back for Philadelphia. Um, again, we'll okay. see how things go over the course of this week, and and you know, more most certainly next week. But um, I'm looking at Philadelphia for Dak. All right, awesome. I like it. Awesome. There you go, Asa. Well, my my quick question, real quick, and I, and I appreciate all your guys' uh, point of views, uh, the science, the the uh, you know Isaiah being a, a football player. Everybody's point of view. You guys are just well rounded, and I love it. Uh, my quick question is, we know the defense is explosive. We know the defense has been handling their business. When Dak returns, we know that the offense is going to be explosive as, as well. How much can he take us over the top and put us in, in talking in you know a playoff run on into the future? I appreciate you guys, and I look forward to your answer. Josh Go and Cowboys. Asa in North Carolina, you guys are the best. Rob, what do you think about that question? How they can, he can take them over take the them top? Take them over the top. I just think he's he can make more plays overall with his feet. With with I think he can make more throws. I just think he's had he has more time in this offense. I think he's just a better overall player. I mean, I think it's we talked about five percent with Cooper Rush. I think it's an extra whatever percent with Dak Prescott. Isaiah, yeah, I'm piggyback off of Rob. I think he's going to push the ball down the field more. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that they're more willing to push the ball down the field with the confidence of having Dak back there versus Cooper Rush. Mm, that's a fact. Dak is is more of a risk taker than Cooper Rush, um, and when Dak gets back, he will have the complement of both Gallup and Lamb, and presumably a, a healthy Noah Brown, who we saw can take the top off of a defense. We saw that as recently as on Sunday. So yeah, yeah you're going to see Dak taking his shots. I'm so excited to have. Michael Gallup back in the fold. That was my favorite part of Sunday was his yeah. touchdown grab and seeing the joy yeah. that he had. And seeing CD in the coordinator. CD too, yes. Yeah, CD with the coordination. That was so fun. But it, the, instant but, impact. But the key is the elements that they put in the system <laughs> around Cooper Rush. Yeah. There are elements that I think they need to keep with Dak. And, yeah. and, and just not make it all on him necessarily in the past. Lean on the run. Like they found a formula for Dak, who's a better player, to come in. If they keep that, they're in better shape. I completely agree. I think you're getting an upgrade there, but you've already learned a lesson throughout these last couple weeks with Cooper Rush. All right, we've got one more call. This is our five that we've been looking for. Maurice in Tacoma. What's up? On You're on Talking Cowboys. How we doing, fellas? 
Fantastic. How are you? Stand up, you dub. Great, great, great. And, and that's why one of the things I wanted to touch on real quick, Isaiah, you're still my favorite Husky, but we got to do something about Chris talking mess and making jokes about our dogs. That's not going to fly. Yeah, it ain't going to fly. Chris all, making man. jokes? It's all Chris Bean? Yeah, he got yeah, jokes about me the It's all good, man. Purple and gold is still a king's yeah. color. You understand me? Mm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, well, absolutely. <laughs> What's on your but mind? The question is, yeah, my question is, um, we're talking so much about when Dak comes back and everything's going to be all right, everything's going to be great. Well, l- let's put it. Let's talk about the elephant. What if he doesn't come back and do great? What if he struggles? Are we talking about putting Rush back in the game? Let me know. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you very much. That's a fantastic question. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to hit that a little bit more on Thursday. Okay. Uh, and, and maybe even whenever Dak gets back, because we can really hit that and, and go deep dive into it. We probably will anyways, but just initial thoughts on how that could maybe yeah, turn well, out. I'll that's, say a t- that's a tough question with 10 o'clock, five seconds <laughs> well, past the hour. Yeah, real quick, no one on this panel has said that it'll be all roses and gravy and mashed potatoes when he comes back. He's coming back off of one of the worst games of his career. We need to see Dak Prescott iron out some wrinkles. So that's I think there point. might be some, some hiccups. But again, you want the hiccups early, not late. I think everything that we've talked about to this point has been the opportunity to be better right and that nothing is a foregone conclusion in right, this right, league right. we already know that right isaiah yeah, he gets eight quarters really before what <laughs> finish your statement yeah we don't no. have time to finish no <laughs> no it's not happening isaiah's laying the groundwork for happening. some hot takes, my friend but That's we'll get into happening. it thursday it's not happening yeah let's talk about it a little bit maybe maybe thursday maybe it's next week happening. we will push it at some or point. we could flip it and we could do it tomorrow mm. and just do cowboys offense tomorrow <laughs> touchdown thursday is a thing you know, oh, I'm, yeah. trying, I'm trying to yeah. keep it like a <laughs> yeah. i'm trying to make okay. it happen you know this isn't the arcade. Uh, He's getting more than eight quarters. This is my Thursday underwear. Mm, he's getting nine quarters. All right, that does it for us here on Talking Cowboys. For Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, the child, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker. I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Cops. Isaiah's dirty mind. I'm a real boy. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!